You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. It's great to be here. Um, and my full uh, the full title that I was hoping to go for is Ben Chapman, 1985. That's the year I was born, so. Oh, look at Seems... me. I'm Ben. I'm younger than Pogues. I have to bring it up all the time. <laughs> How'd you know that was the bit I was going to go for? You, you, could, you could smell it a mile away. Oh, you? yeah. I can smell that everything is a bit against me. <laughs> That's what you get when you're co-hosts. I, I guess. I mean, it's a little offensive. So I'm old. Are so you really born 1985. Ugh. That is accurate. Uh, we are here to talk about our next film. Uh, of course, you've probably already guessed it. Uh, Pokes and I are often looking for opportunities to jump in and uh, do a episode about a current superhero film. Now, in normal years, that's not a problem. <laughs> we live in the hellscape, which is 2020. <laughs> Where superhero movies have almost entirely been delayed until next year. Uh, who knows if any further than that. And some that. of them are just on sabbatical. They're done, but they've decided to just take a break. <laughs> There's probably a mini-sode, like... 10 or 15 episodes back where we talked about like like a uh, 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 black widow uh yeah talking about when out. it was going to come out we'd probably try to watch it you know and then the end of the world happened so <laughs> that one's somewhere in the distant future uh, uh 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 so we have of course gone with one of the few films that has been able to uh come out in spite of this uh <clears throat> scenario mm. the oh, sorry I'll refer to it more as uh, as advertising likes to refer to it. These troubled times. God, I hate that expression. The new normal. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> Is there, are there any worse ones than that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I can't stand it. Um, but what we've got here is Wonder Woman 1984, which has come out uh, uh, trying to unleash a new model uh, that has not been received all that well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's been received well by some people, namely people who don't want to get COVID by going to a movie theater but would like to see a new movie. I think those people have been well received, um, but I don't think movie theaters are particularly psyched about it. Well, there's also the, the complaints around uh, uh, Wonder Woman's, uh, and this is the same with, uh, what was it, uh, um, what was the Disney film? Why am I forgetting of it? Uh, Mulan. Mulan. Yeah, it's the, uh, I'm trying to look up the actual cost here. If you don't have a service uh, in which in which to watch it for free. Uh, gosh, I had it earlier. Uh, it's something like 30 bucks to, to rent it. Oh, to rent Mulan? That and Wonder Woman 1984, yes. Wait, wouldn't you just have to buy one month of HBO Max to get That's Wonder That's an Woman? option. <laughs> yeah, but if you wanted to buy it straight, uh, 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 it requires it requires a high cost. It's their attempt to be like it's your home theater. It just costs some money. Uh, it's it's well, I understand. Really, like, is... the people who are mad, I get. Like on one hand, I'm like, I get it. Like if you're like a a, a person in your apartment and you and your girlfriend are like, oh, I'd love. Like if you and Sarah wanted to watch it, and you're like, it's thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't, movies aren't that expensive in Chicago, right? You can go to a matinee and see it for like 20 bucks, the two of them. Right. So I get it. But on the other hand, I could rent it and then I, I have, you know, if I lived with like 15 people or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they're losing out on a lot of money. So they're going to have to charge you a lot to make up for the fact that most people are going to watch it in groups and you're only going to get one rental out of it. 
I, I think I confused it with Mulan. Apparently, it didn't have a distinct cost. It is just an HBO Max uh, ride along. Yeah, but, which is like, but they, like fifteen bucks. There has been some films that has been trying to release at almost like capacity price. Uh, you know, at full yes. price if you were in a theater, which is not landing with people super superbly well. Um, probably because there's other films from the same service that you can rent for like nine dollars, eight. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just not. It's not comparable. Yeah, it's it's hard to be like you have to pay twenty dollars to rent this movie because it didn't get to be able to be released in theaters. But a movie that was released like one month before quarantine, you can rent that for five dollars, if even that much. And it's like, oh, well, that sucks. So, like, I have to pay more <laughs> just because you guys couldn't. Re- which I understand they have to try to recoup their money. But yeah, I do feel like they're sort of spiting themselves in a way. You know, I, I feel like their best bet would be to do what Wonder Woman did, which is the distribution to, like, HBO paid the cost. They pay them, I'm sure. Although HBO's owned by Warner Brothers, so I don't know how much they they actually probably paid. You know? Because somebody's got to yeah. recoup the, I'm sure, $250 million Wonder Woman cost to make. <laughs> Somebody you know, has I, to. I, I'm, I'm, it's not a cheap movie, so somewhere they got to get that money back. Uh. I'm really, I'm really sad to see the fate fall into certain films because we, if you recall from ages ago, our episode on Wonder Woman was full of compliments. Mm-hmm. Well, mostly ra- full of compliments. Mostly, but a rarity on this, uh, on this podcast. Um, uh, uh, WW84 has just been uh, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> subtitled or, sub- or, 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 or acronymed, I suppose, um, uh, has been getting different responses from the uh the world at large it's been a confusing thing to witness as someone who's uh a traveler on the internet i catch uh whiffs on twitter or or or, or, or other sort of locations where people are just briefly commenting on it and it reminds me of um a couple other unique moments in cinema history where like a movie comes out that i'm interested in and i can't figure out what to think about it going into it because there's people being like I've never seen a worse travesty in my entire life and people being like, this changed everything for me. So it's, and this is no more, I was pulling up some research in this movie. Again, I haven't seen it yet um, uh, on, uh, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. And, and right away, uh, there's two reviews right in front next to each other on like the Rotten Tomatoes little blurb section. The first reads, just one sentence, it's, um, it's so over the top, hammy, and, and feels ultimately unearned. Uh, the one below it, uh, Jenkins and Godot have gone and done it. They've gotten me to finally invest in the emotional well-being of, an, of, of a franchise superhero. Those are very different responses. Yes. <laughs> and, and I know that that is something you see with reviewers all the time. But I think if you go to every other review, they don't just, you know, kind of dance around the needle around the same area. They are swinging wildly to both it's, sides. And it's I a polarizing say, film. Historically... It's never a good sign when like, nor- not like, you know, Rotten Tomatoes user reviews are worthless. They, they shouldn't even have oh, sure. a feature because they're just like people who have an axe to grind one way or the other. Absolutely. But when yes. like professional reviewers, it's like one, it's usually not a good sign because it's like, it just, you, I mean, that sort of happened with Last Jedi and that wasn't any good. Uh, I, I, mean? I was going to say Last Jedi would be the other, the other point of contact here, which we can't talk about in this podcast uh, uh, any further, but but yes, that was the I same could. thing. Where, oh, where some that. people came out of that, like my Twitter feed was confusing because people came out of that movie being like, th- that was really 
interesting take. I'm so excited about all this, blah, blah, blah. Other people being like, I will set you alight if you mention this movie <laughs> in a positive light. Like, it's all over the spectrum. And I was worried yes. when I started seeing the same thing come out of Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, yeah. Although, I, I mean, I think Last Jedi was in its own category because, like, people's some of people's reasonings for liking it are the exact reasons I didn't like it because I don't think they did a good job with the female characters. I think they wasted them and made them do really dumb things. But as Ben said, this isn't a Last Jedi podcast. <laughs> and it can't be, and will never be. It, um, it, it could be, though. We could start a new podcast <laughs> called The Last Podcast. I don't know. I got nothing. Let's just call it Let's just call it Grumpy Movie Guys and get over with yeah. it, because that's all it's going to end up being. Fall into that weird genre of, of white guys with too much time on their hands. Anyway, back to our podcast. That's why um, I purposely got a co-host who's part Native American. <laughs> that's right, guys. This isn't just two white guys. It's gotcha. one and a half white guys. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's, so it's just it, it. This is also a, a troubling thing for me because Wonder Woman was for me was one of the the few <laughs> the few respites in what I, for my own opinion, call a cesspit of films. I can't stand the DCEU franchise. Yeah, no, I no. Think it's it's the only since the Nolan Batman's. It's the only really worthwhile to watch dcu movie yeah which is it is like you know the citizen kane of film compared to like suicide squad or batman superman which are just god-awful movies that are just really poorly made i mean not like poorly made in like the sense like you know they they spend a lot of money on them they're just not well done movies they're really boring they don't have any good dialogue the characters are sort of i don't really care i mean look at how pointless wonder woman is in batman vs superman like she just does not like she just shows up so she could basically be there at the end she has like no anything really that exciting in the movie which is sort of a bummer and so no absolutely was good i I liked one of it there's definitely some faults with the first movie but overall i think it's good i I think its biggest fault is warner brothers insistence that she try to make a Zack snyder movie i think that's where all of my complaints about wonder woman come from the really dumb ending which she came out recently and said warner brothers made her do that's not how the movie was supposed to end. They insisted there be a gigantic CGI fight scene with tons of slow motion. And that's one of my other big things. Is like the random slow motion doesn't fit. So yeah, I do just... I was tr- scrolling through IMDb to see if I could figure out what the budget was for this when we were talking about it earlier. And here's just the top review. Uh, wonder where the action went. It started off semi-promising and then it left me wanting a nap. It's a Hallmark movie without the Christmas timeline. So... That's a that's, that's not a, a really great weird description. Review. Yeah, so <laughs> I can't even tell what's being what's being uh, commented on there. I assume they're saying yeah. it's a movie about a relationship because that's all. Suffice the... to say, there's little more that we can say uh, uh, to 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 offer critique to a film we have yet to see. Yes, uh, but I am I am I am interested to see uh, what my take is. I'm wondering if my my predilections, uh, uh, having having witnessed the, the 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 vague reaction from the world before I got to see it, will influence me one way or the other. I tried to purposely actually not really read any reviews. I just saw some headlines that were like, "Wonder Woman in 1984 is okay." That was like the most, I, and I didn't read any of the articles. Right. I like I just want to go in, and I'll see it, and I'll decide if I think it's any good or any, you know, if it's bad. But of course, what we're also excited about is is uh, is seeing. Uh, a very good uh, rebuild of a character that has ultimately uh, Wonder Woman. I, th- I don't think we talked about this too much in the uh, Wonder Woman episode. Wonder Woman is such an interesting character because, like Captain America over on Marvel, like before she started becoming like reinvented, it's not a character you thought about. 
You know what I mean? Like before Captain America was resurfaced and some of like the rewrites that Marvel was doing before the MCU became around, like no one thought about Captain America that much. Right? Strong like, disagree, Ben. I I got Captain America, and actually, by the time they released that movie, Captain America had started to be good again, thanks to Ed Brubaker. So no, yeah, I, absolutely. The comics definitely rebrought Captain America around. Oh, you mean of, like in no popular argument. culture? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, if you think about it, Wonder Woman hadn't been around since the Linda Carter show, like in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And yeah, she really wasn't really that brought up as a character in in pop culture. I mean, people knew who she was because she's probably like the most iconic female superhero, I would think. Right? Maybe? Who else could be more? Yeah, I'm going to stick with that statement. Yeah, I think you're right. I I mean, like, I, I think she's probably the most recognizable also, I mean, she's been around since, like, the 30s, so I, hope so I hope people recognize her. But, yeah, it is interesting to see this sort of resurgence in people kind of caring about Wonder Woman. And, you know, it's also good to have a movie where the lead character is a woman, you know? In superhero movies, that's often not the case, so... Yeah, I also have always... And I, I expect to experience that in this movie, regardless of the storyline, if it's bad or whatever, is that it's so incredible to see maybe this is controversial but 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 seeing what what seemed to be just elements of like like fetish elements that comic book writers like jammed onto a character back in a time period where that wasn't a problem you know what i mean you mean wonder woman's original weakness of bondage she'll be yeah she'll be in a bikini and she'll tie people up and get tied up you know what i mean like it's it's kind of it's kind of like erotic uh and that is not a joke that was when wonder woman was first introduced one of her weaknesses was if she was tied up she could not untie it she couldn't use her super strength (laughs) yeah exactly and exactly so the idea of 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 designing a a superhero's weakness around their ability to be restrained is yeah it's it speaks volumes (laughs) it speaks volumes about like yeah yeah it is weird like you see like the the guy who created it was like a feminist but then that was sort of his also contribution and you're just like this guy was all over the place yeah yeah it, it's it's certainly a, a strange but it's it's so it's so fun to see the movies take that vibe and sort of like give it backstory and turn things and just tweak the costume and you know what i mean make make the whip mm-hmm. kind of like relevant make sense i, I don't know it just, it just kind of comes together very nicely in the original i, film. I also appreciate that they stuck in a, a somewhat to i mean her costume was always dumb but let's face it, like, a lot of costume. But, I mean, it's it's very iconic. I appreciate that they turned it into a not-that-stupid-of-a-costume, considering it is, like, a woman in a one-piece bathing suit with, like, a little skirt on. They managed to make it look kind of cool, and I appreciate, like, that when they kind of try to make the characters look like the characters. You know, I'm right. the, the it, early it's... 2000s need to try to make everything realistic is gone. Uh, yeah, it's that strike we, we talked about between uh, making them look like their original, like their original design, versus like let's make them all look like they're wearing snowboard costumes. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. We don't need an original X Men. We need more, you know, Captain America or something like that. Exactly. Well, uh, we'll we'll tie it up here as we border on uh, the, the fence between Minnie and Sode. Uh, let's go ahead and. 
<laughs> remind everyone that you could check out Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. It's like I think the only place you can see it. So if you don't have that, I apologize. If we're good friends, just you know, shoot me a text. Uh, and otherwise, we'll catch. Ben you next didn't week say that. We need this podcast thoughts. to stay on the air. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll, if you have HBO Max, it is free to watch. Or if you you know want to buy a subscription, I think you can get like a thirty day trial or like a twelve day trial or you know fourteen day trial for free. You just have to put your credit card in, so you can just put it in and then immediately cancel it, like, the same day, and you still get your 14-day trial. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do that. Just uh, watch it for free and enjoy. Yeah. It feels like we're ending on an ad, but so that's awkward. But well, not. it feels like anyway, my post. ad is, like, a way to try to watch the movie without paying HBO. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But anyway, folks, uh, uh, on a completely unrelated topic, um, if you're looking for a great way to send mail without going to the post office, I've got this thing called stamps.com. Ben, I, I can't let you just get by with this blatant <laughs> shilling. But I did want to also mention, you know, rent it on HBO Go and pay the subscription because they've got a lot of quality television. I, they've got uh, Lovecraft Country. They've got The Watchmen. I mean, it's just a great thing. I think everyone should pay for it. Pogues, I'm not going to let you just serve up this this like corporate capitalistic sandwich for us all to eat because you know what there's better food with blue apron which allows you to cook at home meals at your own time and pace <laughs>